Conversations with Pioneers, hosted by Refulue Tobeja. She's a go-getter. Tenacious. Resilient, without a doubt. Intelligent, most definitely a thinker. She sets the pace. And welcome to yet another exciting and inspiring, I hope, episode of Conversations with Pioneers. And I'm your host, Rifilwe Tobeja. Today I'm in Lone Hill, Santon, to talk to a gentleman called Weza Matomani. He's an impeccable voiceover artist, keynote and motivational speaker who gives inspiring talks on leadership, excellence, goal setting and teamwork. As a voiceover artist, he has been the voice of a number of brands for radio and television ads and Weza is also a facilitator and corporate MC. Mr. Matumani is owner and founder of WTG Media House, where he gives masterclasses, coaching, and mentoring in voice work and related. Welcome to the show, Weza. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Really uh, excited to be part of your show. Really appreciate it. What a resume. I mean, <laughs> what a resume. Why voice work? Um, <laughs> I, I, I like to dive right deep. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> well, first of all, thanks for that uh, elaborate resume. I, I Sometimes I listen to that. I'm like, geez, is that all the same guy? Uh, so that's <laughs> Um But yeah, why voiceovers? Uh, it's always been a, a fascination of mine, even when I was a young kid, you know, mm. I'd watch TV and listen to radio. And I would wonder, who are those people inside the radio? I, I kid you not, when I was about three years old, I remember... We had one of those TVs and hi-fis that was like the same thing, you know, like mm-hmm. you, it was connected. It's the TV and the radio at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I would try to look through the holes at the back to see if I can see the people on and, the inside. And get in and be like, hey guys. <laughs> yes, I'm one of you. Can I get in? <laughs> you know, um, it was really interesting and fascinating for me since I was very, very young. But I never quite knew how to get into that world, mm-hmm. you know. I used to watch Zamazama and those type of things and it fascinated me. And back then, I'm, I'm talking about when I was very young. Mm-hmm. So it, it's always been a fascination of mine, just being in, in the world of speaking as a whole, whether that's presenting, whether that's coaching and training, mm-hmm. whether that is uh, voiceovers or even emceeing. I, mm-hmm. I love it all. But now take us to where you come from. Who's Weza at home? If, uh, if you're not this Mr. Voice, the Weza on TV, on billboards, on radio, where does Weza come from? Uh, look, I'm a firstborn at home. I had that type of responsibility, you know, growing up mm-hmm. of uh, leading from the front in whatever way I could. I'm just a normal guy when I'm at home. But mm-hmm. I, I do know that I'm an inspiration to not only my siblings, but mm-hmm. also my extended family, you know, cousins and all of them. I, we do come from a village, mm. Mbulu. It's in Tomo, and that's all the way out in the Eastern in Cape. In the Eastern Cape. Yes, Tomo yes. is a small, small town. So, I mean, you 
know, when that one person gets to leave the village and see the city and come back and tell stories about what's out there, mm. it can also inspire the other kids of the village to mm. say, hey, I want to dream a bigger dream. Mm. I want to also go out there like Weza mm. did. And I want to do bigger things than what our parents were able to achieve. And that's the, the goal, you know, it's, it's to inspire not only my siblings anymore, but the African child mm. to know that there is a bigger dream. Mm. Now, what does it take, Weza, to get to the level where you are? I know it takes determination and hard work and practice, but for you personally, what did it take? It took a lot of sacrifices. Mm. It took going against the popular opinion. Mm. It took going against sometimes the, the advice from the people that mm. love you most and saying, guys, I know you mean well. But trust me, I have a feeling this is going to work out. Mm. And your mother's like, no, what has gotten into this child? Oh, no. <laughs> Why now? Why don't you just do engineering or this particular thing that looks so guaranteed? And, and so it, it sometimes takes that. I, I make an analogy that says there's a shop of dreams. When you walk in there, there's aisles and aisles of mm. any dream and any life that you can live and any achievement that you can possibly want. It's all there. And guess what's free? To take your trolley and fill it up with as many dreams as you mm. want. To say, I want to be this. I also want to be that. I want to achieve this. Mm. I also want to achieve that. But as soon as you want to get out of the shop with these things and call them yours and say, this is my life now. I own these things. The master or the owner of the shop is going to say, do you have what it takes? Yeah. Because you got to pay for that, you know. Mm. And it looks like you didn't choose the no-name dreams. You chose the, the name brand. Mm. Do you have the money for the smeg? Yes. So the shop of dreams is also going to cost you something. There, though, the price is not always just cash. Sometimes the price is time. Your time, your energy, your sweat, it is emotions. You're going to have to pay mm. with emotions. Definitely. Feeling humiliated, feeling sometimes rejected mm. or slightly depressed mm. or even lonely, dropping your ego and being humiliated mm. now and again. These are some of the prices. Sometimes the prices, the, the price you're going to have to pay is forfeiting some experiences. Mm. Others were partying. You were busy working. Mm. Why are you always working? Mm. No, but I'm working on this thing. It's going to just give it some time. Or, or even literally being disapproved, going against the advice of someone who thought that they had authority over you. Wow. And now they're saying, dude, why aren't you doing what I'm... Why aren't you listening? Why aren't you listening? Yeah. And then, so it's going to cost you some stuff. Mm. But if you're willing to pay, just like in any store, mm. if you're willing to pay, you can have it. You can have it. Which takes us to the next question. Can anybody be a voiceover artist? I always wonder what sort of talent is required. Must you be well-spoken? Should you naturally have a good voice? Or can anybody be trained to be a good voiceover artist? Anybody can be trained to use their voice better. Yes, okay. So we won't all have the same voice. Mm. Not all of us can sound like this. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look, now you're out there also. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, boy, now, hey, this lady is flexing on us, guys. She's flexing. But basically, not everyone is going to sound the same, mm. right? But the good news is that they're not always looking for the same sound anyway. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you get a gig where they want someone who sounds like a taxi driver. Mm -hmm. And 
a taxi driver does not sound like this. No way. So then they'll say, ah, uh-uh, not you. Not you. We want an actual taxi driver. You know, so Solomonto on a husky voice, nyana. Okay. You know, for this one because oh. it's for maybe we want Malevin for mm-hmm. a specific ad, and they want it for someone who can do their job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yes. know. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is, it's wide. It's wide. It's wide. It's. It. I love that. And sometimes they want a character to fit a particular ad or a story that's being told. But don't just think about ads. Think about audio dramas. Yes. Uh, oh, think, my favorite. You know what I mean? Mm. You can start thinking about audio books. You mm. can start thinking about games. When you play a PlayStation game mm. and there's a voiceover monster. Mm. Maybe when you don't sound smooth, but you sound like a monster. There's a job for you. There's a job for you. It's wide, like you say. Yes, yes. If you sound like a monster, there's a job for you. (laughs) If you sound like a a small chihuahua, there's a job for you. Because somewhere out there, there's going to be a game that needs someone who's got a squeaky voice. And they'll be like, perfect. Perfect. Exactly. Mm. So it's it's quite broad. And you just have to figure out where you fit in. Mm -hmm. And then you have to go straight there. Amazing. Amazing. But now you have been doing a lot of virtual work since COVID started. True story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How, How was the transition for you? For me, it was actually quite smooth because I had already prepared myself for that. Not that I knew COVID was coming, Mm. but I had already been doing remote work for some of the brands. Mm. I was the one to introduce it to them before they even knew that it was something we could do. Mm. And I think, you know, being a little future forward and looking at what's happening already internationally and how you can compete internationally was probably part of it, you know. Mm. I've been exposed to opportunities where the client is sitting in Europe, they're in England, Mm. and I'm all the way out here and we collaborate. In fact, just last week I was doing something like that. Yeah. The client is all the way overseas and we're able to connect remotely and I'm recording mm. from my own space mm. and they're hearing it in real time and sometimes they the editor is sitting in another country. Mm. So the editor is sitting in one country, the client is sitting in another country and the voice, me, I'm in another country. Technology. And that's where technology mm. is and it's been like that. It's just that some areas have taken longer to uh, adopt it. Mm. But now, because of something like uh, the pandemic, everyone has had to make those adaptations much quicker. Mm. And it has really accelerated Mm. how people have embraced technology in itself. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk a bit about your achievements. You were featured in Destiny Man magazine as SA's top 40 most dynamic men under the age of 40. And you were also named among the top 30 most inspirational people under 30 by a franchise co at the Tomorrow's Leaders Convention. When was this and how did it make you feel? This was around 2015. Mm-hmm. Yes, so mm-hmm. around 2015. I was really surprised. I was, I mean, we were doing things. We were really pushing. Mm. But I didn't think we were on that level. On and, that level. And here's the thing, right? We all have this complex. There's um, who I am to me. Then there's who people think I am. Mm. And sometimes you've worked really hard, but you always have this modest view of who you are. Kanti, mm. you're doing damage out there. Mm. And people are like, hey, Baba. You're doing the most. You're doing the most. And you're like, ah, me? Really? Do you watch? Do you listen? <laughs> Did you hear it? <laughs> so so it, it's like that, you know, where I was, I was quite surprised. I was really honored. And uh, 
I have this philosophy where after what some would call a major achievement, I just kind of hit a mental reset button mm. and it's like that thing is behind me mm. and I I won't stand on it like it's a mountain. So I, I almost forget mm. about it and I just work on the next thing mm. and work on the next thing. Mm. So I had already even forgotten about that and I didn't even hold it as, mm. oh, by the way, I'm Mr. Top 40. Mm. No, like you just keep on going and you keep on going. Just keep on going. So I feel like even now, like I've done way more than what I did back, back then, then, you know. Yes. I So I feel like I deserve it more now than I did back then. But wow. like that's just how life goes, right? Wow. You just keep on working yeah. harder and harder and you'll just keep on raising the bar on your own expectations of mm. yourself and of course on your own achievements mm. as well. Now let's get to uh, WTG Media House. When was it conceptualized, launched, and why? Okay, so here's a, the interesting thing about leadership mm. and especially self-leadership. Take five. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't know why I'm taking we five, take, but yeah. Yeah, leadership. Or is it a thing? Yeah, okay. leadership, yeah. All right. You see, as a leader, you have to have an intuitive feel of what comes next. Mm. What's the next big move mm. when I look back now it's like dominoes that were falling mm. and if this one didn't fall then that wouldn't have happened and that would have happened and that would not have happened mm. so it needed to have happened but at that time I wouldn't have known that this is going to be that big in my life mm. but I I just had a an intuitive feel that this is what I need to do next I was chilling on a couch and I was like I need a business <laughs> I need to register my business you know what with because, that, yeah why, why, sorry you, you uh, don't don't lose your yeah. thought why I'm giving you a, a, a high five is that most performers or most people who are doing creative work don't consider themselves leaders they just always I'm, I'm, I'm just an artist I'll yeah. always be an artist but you're talking about now leadership yeah yeah and I and that's why I use the word self-leadership self because leadership. you see when you are a leader being normally people assume leadership with having followers right so in this case i'm not using the word leadership without the word self mm. because you are leading yourself mm. right mm. and before you can lead others you must have a goal a destination a vision mm. something mm. and you need to be leading mm. yourself mm. in that particular way so it started like this. I was doing all of these MC gigs mm. and I wanted to be more professional. Mm. I was doing small anyana work for 400 rand, 600 rand, 700 rand. Mm. And I was like, I need to get to that professional level. Yes, but yes. you know what? I need I need a business card. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let's design a business card. So now I had a laptop that had photoshop on it it only had photoshop because a friend of mine always came to use my laptop to design things and he was a hustler of note but he didn't have the resources like a computer and stuff so he'd come to me load photoshop on my computer and do his work and get money and stuff like that so i got frustrated i'm like hi you can't use my laptop put a program i don't even know how to use <laughs> and then when you are benefiting yes. i need to use this program mm. so i said to him show me the basics and we he showed me the basics of how to make a poster on photoshop then 
then when he was gone, I decided I'm going to make myself a business card using Photoshop. Wow. And I struggled and struggled and I created two designs and I narrowed it down to one and I showed him. He was uh, impressed, tweaked it a little bit here and there. I looked at it and I was like, it looks like it's yeah, short and it needs something because mm. I can't just write where I'm at home. I need a, a business name, at yes. least something PTY. <laughs> Ish, what am I going to do? And then I came up with a a name of a business that does not exist at that time mm-hmm. WTG Media House mm. PTY LTD yes. I wrote it there the whole and thing. I printed that business card and I was giving out business cards to friends in class saying hey I'm a businessman I've got a business card Yeah. and yeah so that's where it starts and then eventually I said let me register this thing mm-hmm. so I'm sitting on the couch watching TV and I'm just going on to CIPC and I notice oh you can oh wow and boom 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 I didn't even know it was that easy Mm. registered my business man now it's real and luckily the name WTG Media House was not taken so I had literally spoken it into reality because here I am writing a name and printing a a name on a business card that I don't even know if it's registered or taken or whatever and I say this will be my business one day and then it was so 2015 I registered the business and that's how I had started now in the start you don't know how big it's going to get you don't know what you're going to do in eventually but you just know that right now i need to start i need to be able to create invoices i need mm, people to take me seriously yes. and i need to get started yeah so you don't have to have all the money in the world or have it all figured out but just start just start but what are the challenges of an entrepreneur in the creative industry and how have you managed to navigate those I think one of the challenges is um, sometimes not having the money to start, right? Mm. And not quite knowing what you're going to need. I think that's, first of all, before the money, it is sometimes you. the problem is what you think you need. Mm. Guys, by the way, you just got to love <laughs> podcast radio. Yes. Right now, we are literally and on a beautiful balcony watching the uh, sunset and of course from the distance we can see a storm starting Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful Mm -hmm. because you can hear the sound effects the beauty of it you you literally hearing the ambiance of where all of this happened and even if you're listening to this now 10 years from now you still literally can relive the environment and the and as I'm explaining to you the how the atmosphere, the atmosphere looks yeah. like and there's a sunset. It's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. gotta love Thank podcast you, radio Reza, for explaining it so perfectly. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Awesome. So I was still saying um, the first problem is sometimes what we think we need to get started. It's not what you don't have. It's what you think you need mm. to get started. Mm. And because you think you still need this and that and that, you're not getting started. I didn't have it all figured out. I didn't have a million bucks or huge funding from mm. anybody, but I just needed to get started. I didn't know how much you even need to register a company. Mm. And then I f- figured it out by just Googling. Just ask. Find out. It's out there. Uncle Google is there. Yeah. He'll tell you everything. And I found out how. Only 175 rand. Register that thing. Mm. Register the company. Okay, now I've got a company. I'm legit. Do I need anything to get my SARS things done? No, you don't. Boom. SARS. BEE. Do I need... I At first, I thought I needed accountants for BEE and what, what. I'm busy paying these companies. And then I found out later, no, man. Make an affidavit. Go to the police station. Let them stamp that thing. You've got a <laughs> BE certificate. 
I'm like, these things are not that hard. They're not Registering that hard at on all. the central suppliers database of the government. I thought, yo, supplier, yo, that sounds big. You know these big <laughs> words. Because we often don't invite ourselves supplier. to these big words and with these big titles mm. central suppliers database i will never qualify <laughs> i don't have money i've never done big stuff and you you start to count yourself out yeah. and then luckily i'm like the people who are pushing me say no register with what you still need come on come on quick quick bam wow i'm registered guys mm. i've got the papers now mm. i'm legit mm. and i felt more and more legit because i'm on suppliers databases i'm i'm moving mm. i wanted a macbook i didn't have one i thought Ish, I, where am i gonna get the money because these things are expensive mm. i realized that hey wait fnb i mean they have a thing where they can give you a device like a phone contract so you pay like a um, 700 rand a month and they can give you oh, the, the macbook yeah. and i was like yeah. oh let's do that mm. so my first macbook i get like that i i get it through that and i'm like 700 what's that that's like one voiceover in fact i make more than that mm. one voice literally one voiceover a month is more than that macbook mm. so i'll pay for it with a voiceover mm. and i had now decided this is how i'm gonna do things i had invested in a microphone and i bought it like basics basic entry level stuff it doesn't mm. have to be super expensive just good enough quality for you to get started mm. and this is how i was starting my business slowly but surely and you also don't need fancy offices i've been to so many studios and we have seen that these guys they just converted a part of their house into a working space mm. that's now a studio and they've got people like uh multi-choice that are using them super sport is here i'm like ha ah, most so you don't simple. need what you think you need you mm. don't need a big office park somewhere in santin or something you can get started even right here I mean, right look at now us today you know what i you mean know? so that's pretty much how it all started it was a humble beginning mm. but you grow when you grow and eventually you'll you'll see the big numbers but mm. it starts off humbly but now what's the best way to get voice work in south africa can you do it independently or do you need to get an agent or is it a bit of both it's a bit of both mm. because you can do it independently there are so many remote type of uh, opportunities nowadays where you can record remotely and send through your stuff mm. and there's nice websites that you can use for all of that type of stuff and mm. that's the good thing and beyond just that when you got in the training i i particularly try to teach my students how to be entrepreneurs mm. with this voiceover mm. thing and not just uh, wait for someone to call them for a gig but mm. to solicit their own work mm. by uh, equipping themselves mm. so after the training i try to help them out get home equipment so that even if they are living far for instance i've got a couple of examples of some of my students who've done really well i'll talk about teddy because it's a great example mm. he lives in bethel which is in bumalanga mm. a small little village basically mm. i did the training with him he has his own home equipment now and he's been able to do work remotely for brands that eventually featured on Mzansi Magic and Supersport mm. and, and many other brands amazing. festivals and stuff like that That's he's made amazing. over a quarter of a million rand That's incredible. Uh, yeah yeah with voiceover work wow. from Bethel in his home studio and it's not like a fancy home studio I'm talking about basic basic setup mm. and he's doing very very well so that's wow. an example that you don't even need to be living in Joburg anymore unlike mm. how it was in, back in the days where you had to leave home and say I'm going to Jersey to, to go and find yeah, yeah yeah you can create you know a good career even if you are in a small place wherever uh, you are, wherever you are mm. yeah
Mm. Where to from here, Weza? For me. Yeah, what's next? To infinity <laughs> and beyond. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so it, that's a that's an interesting question because, shoot, I just know that it's going to be great. Yeah. It's international. It's blessed. My voice has been to countries I have not been myself. Mm. And that's the crazy part. So it's just bigger and better from here, you know. But through it all, it's about being significant. And significance means making an impact in people's lives mm. in a positive way mm-hmm. that uh, will leave the world better mm-hmm. than you found it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So how do we keep in touch with you? How do we get a hold of you, of your training, of your master classes, and also on your socials? Sure. So the uh, the website is wezathatguy.com. It's as simple as that, mm-hmm. wezathatguy.com. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing is that on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, wherever, it's still the same thing. Mm-hmm. Weza that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At Weza that guy. No underscore, no down dash, no nothing. It's Weza that guy. Weza so, that guy. You, you have to use the voice though. Weza that guy. Let me try. <laughs> Weza that guy. Okay, well. Let me try one more time. Okay, cool. Let's go. Where's uh, that guy? Yeah, that one was better. That one had a almost, eye. almost, uh, almost. You know? Yeah, yeah. Almost. You know, where's that? Uh, continue to inspire and soar even higher. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I'm looking forward to hearing more of your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Keep up the good work. Mm-hmm. Consistency is key. Thank so, you. So uh, don't stop because the big shots are the small shots. So never stop shooting. Thank you so much. Hey, we're learning from the best. I definitely enjoyed this conversation. I hope you did too. Thank you for listening. Keep on clicking and downloading your favorite episodes. We are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, and other platforms. Email us, info at refilwetobeha.com. Please do keep in touch on the socials, Twitter and Instagram at refilwetobeha, Facebook page refilwetobeha, and on LinkedIn, I am refilwetobeha. Let's do this again, same time, same place. Take care. Conversations with Pioneers, hosted by Refilio Tobeja.